Hello, and welcome to the Reorient Podcast, the show about international issues and international people with an Asian twist. My name is Jesse Friedlander. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Jesse Friedlander. I'm the host of the Reorient Podcast. Today is Friday. December 31st, 2021, the last day of the year and a very difficult year for most of us, but also a year I think that through the challenges may be opening up new possibilities and new um, uh, avenues for, for wisdom. And I cannot think of a better guest to really reflect at this, uh, this time of the year on, on the idea of how we can be our best selves and what uh, opportunities there are for us to grow than Mr. Mandar Optin. And uh, Mandar is, uh, has an incredible background. Uh, he's joining us from uh, Bombay, India. And uh, Mandar, welcome to the Reorient podcast. Jesse, it's, uh, it's an honor to be uh, on this, uh, you know, interesting uh, space that you have created for uh, everybody needs reorientation once in a while. <laughs> and, I, absolutely. Uh, what agree. better context to get reoriented than the last two years of uh, this, uh, you know, pandemic? Uh, Agreed. I, I would certainly say um, I certainly have, and uh, this podcast actually is a product of that own personal reorientation in terms of my efforts and what I'm trying to contribute to others. So uh, thank you for remarking on that. So uh, Mandar, um, I typically will ask guests to provide some of their background for context, but in your case, I think it's even more important to understand a little bit about your personal journey. And if I could ask you to try to summarize and, and maybe focus on the, the key important parts that are really uh, indelible to the story so we can get to where you are today, where you're actually, um, you're actually training and educating people in, um, uh, around the world, but I think a focus of the United States about violence and about how to overcome violence and pain and how to open up a new path for uh, community building. Uh, given your knowledge about uh, meditation and, and Buddhism and Hinduism and other things. So just tell us, if you will, how uh, a Bombay boy came to actually becoming a, a global um, advisor and expert on conflict resolutions and, and violence. Um, it's a, a profound question to reflect uh, because, uh, you know, we all have a story. And uh, sometimes while living the episode or the chapter of that story, we don't realize the connection of the dots. Uh, my journey, if I reflect back, uh, while I was a school boy, I used to be addicted to the Hardy Boys. And uh, I used to, uh, uh, you know, read and want to be like them. And I wanted to meet them. That was what I remember my childhood days. And this ambition of going to America, being independent, solving mysteries, being of help, that was a desire I, uh, you know, in, uh, in truth I had. Uh, 
that led me to pursue my uh, graduate studies uh, i was uh, fortunate enough to get a scholarship to a premier institution in the us based on my uh, academic record here in india uh, i went to uh, tulsa oklahoma for my graduate studies uh, in chemical petroleum engineering that was uh, the next step in that uh, journey and uh, while i was good at studies i was never interested in the technical aspect of the engineering world uh, so even when i was in tulsa oklahoma i was more interested in meeting people of different cultures and i realized that my god in america it's really a melting pot you can meet people from all over the world and uh, i had friends from venezuela saudi arabia all these oil rich countries that used to send their students so that again uh, is a uh, is a reflection that uh, you know the whole world is a village and uh, i want to know about people and cultures because i'm fascinated by this uh, world and creation the next step in that milestone in that journey was uh, i uh, did my research in a uh, field of work that was in the national interest of the us and it was sponsored by 35 oil companies from all over the world and so i could pick where i would like to work and uh, i had just been to amsterdam on a christmas vacation and so i chose the offer i got from royal dutch shell in the hope that oh one day i might actually be able to live in amsterdam in the in the in the headquarters of the dutch company so i joined shell and i stayed within this large organization for nearly two decades uh, starting as a petroleum engineer but again not very interested in the technical side of my job but more in the people side of my job so made friends with uh, uh characters like personas like the janitors the security guards the chefs and uh, i've always been a people person i've always been a people person a team i love team sports for example and then whenever i reflect my time in america both in graduate school as well as in my professional career people have always asked me about india people have always asked me about the freedom struggle people have always asked me about gandhi uh, yoga and uh, sadly i did not have an answer for them because as a student in india we are not uh, really studying these subjects so right from my graduate school days my time i have spent reading literature about the partition of india the freedom struggle swami vivekananda uh, the concept the philosophy of yoga meditation service and uh, you know that is where i feel one chapter connects with the next chapter of life not just in my story i think in every story uh, it's just uh, an honor to uh, you know be a bridge now between that ancient universal tradition and culture of uh, the land of india and problems of the world social problems and uh, be of help to people that often are ignored uh, like i was telling you 
my uh, key moment of truth was uh, on a day when I was watching news uh, about a, a school shooting in America. I had this key moment of truth that, oh my God, what if it happens in my child's school or my neighborhood school? Oh, then maybe I will do something about it. So that is where I just had a wake up call. I felt like, oh my God, we are all in slumber. We are just, you know, so desensitized and immune to violence. And that, I think that makes, uh, it's not just in America, it's everywhere. So that's a wonderful introduction, Mandar. And you've accomplished a lot to, you know, in addition, obviously, to your work in the corporate world and you were providing, um, as you mentioned, um, you had interest in the human side and you were in some very special um, programs to, uh, to do social entrepreneurship and social impact and, and mediation, et cetera, which is very important in the uh, energy services. But more recently, uh, you've really um, struck out in this um, of, of bringing um, uh, the Cities for Peace program, for instance, where you are helping um, uh, community leaders and mayors and police chiefs in the United States and violence-ridden communities um, learn about uh, India and learning about peace. And then a lot of this is um, shown in this wonderful documentary, uh, From India with Love, which highlights uh, some of these uh, civic leaders as they make the journey uh, through India and their transformation. And uh, so tell us a little bit about um, what do you see as the opportunity now that you are meeting, that, uh, you know, sort of the work that you're doing now, what, what's the uh, impact that you are actually achieving and hoping to achieve? Um. You know, the, the impact uh, is not only external, the impact also is internal for me personally. I have seen that I have changed over the last uh, five years since I have stepped out of my corporate life and uh, gone into this peace rabbit hole. Uh, because people... Um, we all have privilege. We all have uh, privilege uh, on a scale of 0 to 10. Some may have 1, some may have 10, but everybody has some privilege. And uh, my privilege in the corporate uh, life that I was living, uh, I had a, a mentor, a boss at Shell that valued my passion and my talent outside of the company. Uh, this was about a decade ago. I was teaching meditation to returning veterans coming from the Iraq-Afghanistan war. And he realized what I was doing. That was my passion. And uh, he invited me to bring that passion at work and uh, created for me a space where I could express myself rather than living a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde life. Uh, so I learned a lot from my former boss, now friend, philosopher, guide, that uh, if you create a space and you allow people to just be themselves without being labeled, uh, it can open up many, many, many avenues. Uh, so that is what I try to do every day. 
that is where i feel the impact is the most if uh, you are also giving people the inner reflection uh, tools to express themselves and uh, that uh, led to something very unique that we started uh, in at shell is to think about innovation which i was part of the innovation practice called game changer that innovation for shell need not just be energy technologies uh, but could it also be solving social problems uh, some problems created by the industry uh, and can there be a business model associated with the solution so that the solution is not just uh, a checkbox it's not just a corporate social responsibility a donation but if we can really find that game changing solution then maybe it can be absorbed in the business value chain so that is where i just stumbled on the problem of violence jesse uh, and uh, when i was a petroleum engineer i remember attacked by a mob during a violence event in nigeria where i was uh, visiting and so uh, Nigeria of course has a lot of violence and when i was doing my work i realized that whenever there is violence the bad actors will siphon the oil from the pipelines and there is a huge black market for that oil so that is one experiment that uh, i was looking at hey can we promote peace and social harmony reduce violence not just because it's a good thing to do but the impact of that could be a loss of revenue can be curtailed and that is profit so that is where i just accidentally stumbled on this intersection of peace and profit and that got me inspired motivated that this could be a game changer for so many other organizations uh and the world that uh, you know can we find a way to make peace profitable and that is uh, you know that is where cities for peace was born as a consultancy a peace consultancy it's a very interesting concept uh peace uh for profit um in a sense financial benefits uh peace helping to bring about financial benefits uh, presumably for all parties involved um so could you give us a quick introduction to cities for peace and and uh, and what that um program is offering yes so cities for peace is uh, like i said a management consultancy but on peace uh where we actively work with uh, civic leaders uh mayors police chiefs uh, decision makers public health professionals or foundations uh, or businesses that are looking to actively promote peace and compassion and solve a violence related challenge um there are two words that i would like to explain one is violence related challenge could mean anything it could be violence at the workplace that has a cost if there is conflict at the workplace there is a cost uh, there could be domestic abuse there is a cost if you are not able to manage that there is a cost uh, 
there is bullying in schools there is uh, you know sadly uh, school school shooting events there is a cost or there could be violence related to drugs homicides gangs and of course there is a cost so when i studied the cost of violence for example a city like los angeles the cost of one homicide equals to a million dollars from the taxpayer's pocket so if you can put a a cost metric of uh, the cost of violence then that is the opportunity that is the opportunity that you can present to the stakeholders that hey if you can invest in promoting peace here you can save money so that is the approach that we use uh, in this peace consultancy and then the second word i would like to uh, maybe reimagine or redefine is peace itself because many many of us think peace is the absence of conflict absence of violence but uh, i think peace is much more than that peace is our very nature uh, peace is uh, the inner state of our being and so uh, peace may be uh, an approach to solve any conflict using peaceful means that state of mind is where uh, we work on rather than solving the problems because jesse i think no external organization or individual is or should solve anybody's problems whether it's an individual problem or a country related problem so we work on empowering the local peace builders to find a solution to their own problems by just being a catalyst uh, to their uh, inner development does that help very much so um very much so so um in terms of the um some of the wisdom or teachings or practices that cultivate peace um in oneself and perhaps that one can share beyond that um you are tapping into uh traditions from india and i'm wondering to what extent would you say those derive from buddhism or say eight or sort of hindu traditions or something else uh that you are um sort of the philosophical underpinnings of uh, that you are really trying to uh to to bring uh to people's um uh, daily practices yeah so good question um the the cornerstone of the philosophy that uh we are using is based on the science universal science that emotions are connected with our breathing patterns so whenever we are angry sad depressed anxious or happy we will notice that our breathing pattern will change and that is universal that cuts across all boundaries of caste culture religion nationality so the reverse is also true that using your breath you can empower yourself to manage your emotions now this uh, is a universal philosophy uh, but i have studied this under my meditation teacher shri shri ravi shankar the founder of the art of living foundation and uh, his uh, message is very unique where you know we may be divided based on uh, many things like religious beliefs socio political beliefs 
but the values the human values that we all possess or believe in are the same love compassion mutual respect so by giving yourself the tools to manage your negative emotions using breathing which doesn't have a particular religion or philosophy you can empower yourself to be loving to be kind starting with yourself thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed this portion of the podcast to access the entire podcast and more high quality analysis on asia please visit our website reorientpodcast.com that's one word all lower caps reorientpodcast.com